0: Welcome to A to Z Sports Powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are. Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, Make sure you hit us up on Twitter where the segments are tweeted out. Instagram, where you can find those links to YouTube as well. And on TikTok, we got to thank our sponsors because... Uh, They make it all happen for us, and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or wilsoncountyhyundai.com, Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, that's better coverage rates and service, fbhp.com slash atoz And Hughes and Coleman, injury lawyers, uh, the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Hughes and Coleman, uh, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee. Call them at 800-800-4600. Zach, the Titans are at 3-2. The Colts are at 3-2-1. I've I've got some opinions that I'm saving in the bank for potentially tomorrow's show. We also have our pregame show on Sunday at 11.30, 30 minutes before kickoff between Colts at Titans. About... What I, what I see in the Colts' win over the Jags and what that might mean for Sunday's game. But this show is about these 10 eye-opening stats from the Titans' 3-2 and two start. And let's just go ahead and flash them up on the screen via Paul Koharski, who put this together on Twitter. 10 Titans rankings. The offense on the left, the defense on the right. Total ranking, run, pass, third down, and points. Uh, there's a lot of... Um, Numbers in the 20s and then one in the 30s. A couple in the 30s, I guess. Not a lot of top 10 rankings in this, but total offense, 31st. Run offense, 21st. Pass offense, 28th. Third down uh, offense is 25th. And then points, 21st on both sides. Total defense, 28th. Run, 5th. Pass, 32nd. Third down, 2nd in points, as I mentioned. 21st. Zach, uh, your initial thoughts on those Eye-opening stats from the Titans at three and two.
1: Well, let's just start real quick with this left column as a yeah. whole. Like right, what the hell's going on there? You you thought this offense was going to take a step back because there was no longer going to be AJ Brown. Julio Jones didn't give you much last year, but you're going to have to replace a superstar. And they tried to replace a superstar with obviously Robert Woods coming off of an ACL and then Traylon Burks, who now, you know, is I on IR with that turf toe offensively their tight end position probably hasn't given them as much production as they would like. Chig has gotten into the mix recent weeks but Austin Hooper has been non-existent this year and you have to be disappointed in his offensive play. Uh, They've asked him to do different things and I think the offense has changed because Taylor one first first play, week two, down out for the season with that ACL injury so things they had to adapt but good lord almighty look 31st 21st 28th 25th 21st yeah. the weird part is is that they're three and two and have a winning record now well, you and i know that and the chat knows why they have yes. a winning record right and it is not necessarily indicative of you know, they've had some things go their way. They've won close games. They've lost a close game against the New York Giants in week one. But offensively, they are putrid. They are, they stink. And so I think that when I see this graphic and all of the numbers line up, and we'll get to defense and talk through everything, but offensively, you've got to be embarrassed on what you're putting on the football field. And look, they've had great starts haven't they right I mean they've yeah. had 24 points and a half twice well they're but overall they're not
0: very good uh, they're the most productive offense in the first quarter in the entire NFL and that's important that counts and then uh' well, you, short know, court, Rick, you
1: do it's also no important no know, no, I know quarters.
0: but but you know if you start fast then it helps out a lot and Rich brings it up too one stat that Paul didn't put together was the Titans offense is first in the red Zone yeah and so when they now they're 21st in points but when they get in the red zone, they've scored every time. But they've only kicked a couple field goals in the red zone. They've scored touchdowns on every other thing. And so they're just not getting in the red zone enough, which is why their total offensive scoring is 21st overall when the red zone scoring is first overall when it comes to percentages. Uh, but they're just getting, not getting enough of opportunities in the red zone. And I think it's, it's all, and another true stat. So we're going through some truths in this. Uh, And that's the fact that Joe is right as well on Facebook. Joe Williams says the Bills game put the Titans way behind in stats. And that is true. The Titans have played five games with the early bye. Most teams have played uh, six. And so when you look, and these are average per game, right? But when you've only played five games and you get your ass kicked in one of them and blown out and it's the worst loss in Mike Vrabel's tenure as Titans head coach, you lose by 34 or whatever the, the final score was, I forget. But you're, that's going to blow things out of proportion
1: Um Well, now, to overall. a degree, if you look at the pass defense and how bad that is, and they said this on the broadcast against the Commanders, three straight 100-yard passers in three straight games. 300-yard is the, passers. Yeah, 300-yard passers. That's what I'm saying is they that that's indicative of three straight games. That's not just one game. That's unfortunate consistency.
0: Yeah, but again, like I mentioned, the Titans offense is the number one scoring offense when it comes to efficiency in the NFL. Their red zone defense is also very good. And that's the thing about the bend don't break. And that's kind of been Mike Vrabel's MO since they've been here is that they don't care about yards. And you weren't on the pregame show with me and Sam for the Washington game. In the pregame show, I was like, yeah, Carson Wentz going to throw for a bunch of yards. I don't care. <laughs> Just don't let him score points. And if you don't let them score points, you can throw for as many yards and play between the twenties all day long. For all I care, the, the the Washington offense only got in the red zone one time uh, and they scored two big plays, 75 yard touchdown and a 30 plus yard touchdown to Diami Brown. But the Titans defense, when they got in the red zone, got that big stop at the very end of the game with the interception. zero for one in the red zone, Washington scored 17 points. And so, that's that's the, what this Titans defense is living by is do whatever you want to do in between the 20s, but when you get in the red zone, we're going to shut you down, and that's what they've done the last five games Well,
1: and outside look, of Buffalo. I, I think defensively, there's less concern. They have some really good – and if you throw the, the graphic back up there, their run defense, I feel like, has always been solid. That is something that Mike Vrabel, I think, has – has kind of stood behind, is let's stop the run. And there's some good running backs in the AFC, including Jonathan Taylor, in their own division. But they, I thought the run defense has been consistent over the last several years. Their pass defense is a little funky because of Caleb Farley and, and and his inconsistencies. You also have Christian Fulton, who had you know, blown coverage, which look, is indicative of pass coverage. And they've had some some bad Bad plays deep down the field with that, that have ended in touchdowns. Yeah. But I think I look at their their defense, they have come up in massive spots, right? Two key plays have given them two key wins. Those two key plays: two-point conversion against the Raiders, last play of the game against the commanders. Mm-hmm. Those singular plays. The Raiders would have pushed to overtime possibly, right? So it's not a win, the yeah. Commanders would have been a loss, right? right. If they w- So those two plays I think have been massive, and then you got a missed field goal against the Giants that is a game deciding field goal. You win or you lose. There are three yeah. opportunities to I mean change. You sit there at 3 and 2, you're not in a bad spot, but Austin this, this is a big problem
0: no yeah it, it is a, it is a big problem and I don't know what Brandon is saying no to but like I don't disagree Brandon and I know the Titans second half scoring has been putrid all season and that's and that their yards in the second half have also been putrid all so they're, they're not
1: getting in the red zone as you're right. saying.
0: right that that's my whole point like the Titans have the number one offensive uh offense in the red zone but they only have I think 13 or 14 red I think it's 13 in five games. 13 red zone appearances. That's 2.8 red zone appearances per game. They're just not getting there enough, Brandon, because they're not gaining yards in the second half. They're getting, they're punting a lot. They're getting stuck in third longs and then having the ball turned over to the other team, which is allowing the defense to give up more yards. So everything's connected. Like the points are 21st in the NFL, the yards for the Titans on offense are down the yards of the Titans defense. They're allowing is up because the offense can't gain more yards. to allow the defense to stay off the field, everything's intertwined in this. And so if you fix the offensive problem of gaining first downs in the second half, you probably score more points and you give up less yards and less points on the other side too.
1: I would argue that the Titans have yet to play a complete game. Like you You could,
0: nobody's disagreeing.
1: Like, And, and But that's what you have to do to become a good quality football team.
0: Offensively. You can argue the Titans' defense has played a complete game. Yeah, I think... The Colts' complete game, yes. The Washington game. The Commanders. I, I, and I just call them Washington. But the, 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 the Command because I hate the Commanders. The Sniders. The, the, Sniders. Sni- the, the, uh, the they They have... Only 17 points allowed in those two games.
1: That's somewhat offensive, the yeah. Snideskins. Some way <laughs> you put it. I don't know how offensive it is, but somebody's uh, going to be griping somewhere in America if you say snide well, skins.
0: I don't think the Dan Snyder has many defenders at this point. Uh, so, <laughs> no, he's got
1: commanders.
0: <laughs> he doesn't have
1: defenders,
0: silly. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the defense has played two complete games when it comes to the Colts game and Uh, the commanders game because of only giving up 17 points in those two where the Titans offense absolutely has not played a complete game so far.
1: And my question, can they, do you believe that they can, there's some inch of my mind, Austin, that doubts that the Titans offense can play a complete game because I sit there and I, I doubt their weapons. I doubt their talent. I doubt you know, whether it's Todd Downing, because don't you believe, and we talked a lot about this, I believe for the offense to play a complete game, I feel like the stars have to align. And that's not a good thing. In the sense of Todd Downing has to not, you know, be calling toss sweeps, right? So he's got to be on his game. Ryan Tannehill has to be on his game and not throwing bad interceptions that we've seen a couple of times this this year that he shouldn't have thrown. Derrick Henry's got to be running hard. And their wide receivers and tight ends have to be efficient in catching the football, and they've got to get into the red zone, in which they've been successful. But they don't get into the red zone in the second yeah, two and, quarters and, of play.
0: Yeah. And so, Zach, you say the stars have to align for the Titans' offense to to have a full game. Well, I, my answer is what stars? Uh, you've got star. You don't. Know, you you need multiple stars to yeah, have the North stars. Star. Yeah, you have to have stars align with more than one star. They have Derrick Henry, and that guy has carried this offense to win the last two weeks but let's let's ask this question and get everybody more involved which of these 10 titan stats that we've shown is most important which of these 10 titan stats and we'll show them again is most important but first zach tell everybody about wilson county hyundai
1: wilson county hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride that's wilsoncountyhyundai.com the palisade all new palisade third row seating bucket seats all the bells and whistles it can replace your, your your mom's minivan, and in the carpool line, you could be looking sleek and luxurious with the brand-new Palisade. You also They also have the Sonata. They've got the Elantra. They've got the Tucson, the Santa Fe, the Ionic. Your perfect make and model is at Wilson County Hyundai. It's a quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Visit Payne Bone and, and his team, as, as Austin kind of jumps off the screen. I'll go solo. I'll go over here. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where you need to go. They've got you hooked up, family owned and operated, and they have your perfect make and model. You've just got to go find it at WilsonCountyHyundai.com.
0: Sorry, I know what happened there, but Bet MGM, da- download the Bet MGM app and plug in our code ATOZ Sports, and you get a risk free bet up to $1,000 on your first bet on pro football. Really easy, right there. Download the app. Use our code Sports. Make your first deposit and your first bet on, on pro football risk-free up to $1,000. Asking all of you guys which of these 10 Titans stats is most important. So I'll throw these up here on the screen, and I'll send Zach to the chat here. Total offense, 31st. Run offense, th- 21st. Pass, 28th. Third down, 25th. Points, 21st. On defense, total defense, 28th. Run defense, 5th. Pass 32nd, third down, second, and then points 21st. Uh Zach, what's the chat saying about these stats? Well,
1: I think they needed to see it a little bit because yeah. uh and throw that back up there so yeah, they yeah. can actually answer. Um hard, hard to m- memorize that. And and Danny says the pass defense is the worst stat. So he's saying the most important is the pass defense. Third down defense, talking about Mark Mark D, and the third down defense is second, so that's a positive. The pass defense from Brandon, which is a negative, which is last in the league. Third down defense, which is Steven. So these are kind of polar opposites. They're swinging back and forth from really good to really bad. Third down defense, second. So Vans going positive. Uh, defense, uh, the run defense is the most important from Jamel, which is the defense is fifth in uh, rush defense. Pass defense, uh, which is suspect from uh, bald and bearded third down defense for sure which is a good thing total offense gonna kill us sooner than later from g-man mm. third down defense from laurel pass defense from warren points 21st from rooney uh third down defense or, or excuse me third down offense which is 25th from brian so that kind of gives you uh a, a Feeling on what the chat is saying, Austin, what do you think is most important out of all of these stats that we've shown? Yeah, it's interesting. I'm going to
0: go with the third down defense because the third down defense, I think is most important because of how it affects the other numbers. If you give up a bunch of passing yards, like that, that's just going to happen in the league, but being dead last in passing defense is not good. That needs to improve. But the fact that they are dead last in passing defense, but also second best in third down defense directly affects the points that they're not giving up. If they were any worse in third down defense, how many games would they have lost? Like I think third down defense has won them games in the first five games. They are three and two Zach because of their third down defense, because they forced field goals in the red zone against the Raiders. They didn't allow the commanders to get in the red zone, but one time, and then on third and goal at the end of the game, David Long Jr. came up big with interception on that goal line in, in the uh, Colts game, third down defense came up big as well to get the offense, the ball back and to limit points being scored. So third down defense, in my opinion is the most important of those 10 rankings that we showed you.
1: So what can change? That's how I'm going to justify my answer. Sure. And the pass defense is 32nd, but I think that that can improve. If you look, they're always ahead. They've been ahead for the last three weeks. because Yeah, because first quarter so good, right? And what do you think happens when a team is down? They pass the football, and that's what's happened with the Colts. That's what's happened with the Raiders. It happened last week with the Commanders or two weeks ago because of the bye. So I'm, I think that that can improve. Austin. I do not think that the pass offense at 28th can improve that much. I don't think that they have it in them. I don't think Traylon Burks ain't coming back anytime soon. Cause he's on IR. You got Robert Woods, which guys are going to start to key. Austin Hooper hasn't been great. Chig is, is still a rookie, uh, you know, Kyle Phillips came out guns a blazing week one because they utilized him in that two-minute drill, he got hurt. but kind of been non-existent so yeah, since yeah, that he injury. Got hurt. He
0: got hurt at the end of the game, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and since then, he's been non-existent. I do not believe that you can improve the passing offense in a passing league for a run team from twenty eighth that much. That is the problem. And I believe in this league, to get to where you want to go, you got to throw the football. Brian Tannehill has shown that he is willing and able to throw. I just don't think, as you referenced, there's one star. There ain't many stars. So you can't align those stars to improve 28th in pass. And I'd have to actually go through, and I haven't had a chance to do this, and really crunch the numbers of the separation of 28th-ranked pass offense versus 15th-ranked pass offense offense because I do think that there's probably a bigger discrepancy and it's how the Titans are constructed. I don't think you should be upset or concerned that they're three and two. That's a good thing. But moving forward, I don't think that they can pass the football. I think it's going to be their Achilles heel all year long. And when, when things get nitty gritty, you're going to have to throw the football. They've been playing with the lead. They haven't been playing from behind. The one time they were playing from behind, week one against the Giants, they drove down, it was one drive, they missed the field goal. They played from behind against the Bills, that didn't matter. They were too far behind. And then the last three weeks, they've been playing the lead. I don't believe in this passing offense, because I don't think that they've had the horses, and I've said that. I've said that all year long and even before. That's my most important stat out of all of these stats because I don't know if they can change that much. I think that the run offense can change. I think that they can improve from 21st to 15th or 14th or 13th.
0: Sure. No, I don't disagree with that. Um, And Mark says this, the Titans run the ball a lot, which burns clock and doesn't allow stats to pile up. And I I, I subscribe to that, Mark. I think it's, you know, that is a true statement that, uh, which game was it? I believe it was the Raiders game. Oh no, it was the Colts game that took like two hours and, 30 minutes to end because it was just so fast because of how much uh, the Titans are running the ball. And and that doesn't allow for separation either. It allows for less possessions, which is lessing the scoring opportunities to the Titans uh, because they run the ball so methodically and they're not hitting the home runs. Like there's not a, like the only home run the Titans have hit this, this season was that 62 yard pass to NWI that allowed the only second half points since week one against Washington there. So Without the home run, the Titans
1: offense is really struggling. And I, you when I looked at this screen, I said I think that they can improve every single number except passing offense.
0: Well, a third down defense is kind of hard to improve. But th- they get the credit for that, right?
1: Like they and, still can improve it.
0: Yeah, but again, like they're not
1: they're they're not The,
0: but, odd, the odds are that they're not the, the odds are that they will a little bit revert towards the mean a little bit and maybe be top five, right? If they can be top five, third down defense, then they're winning a lot more games. But
1: total league. offense, run offense, even third down offense, if you get into third and short, you can still convert with Derrick Henry. Points they can improve on. Yeah. And then defense. But the passing offense, man, I I, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And I, they're going to have to rely on it. Sooner rather than later, they're just going to get into a situation. They haven't gotten through. They haven't played their tough schedule yet. I think Sunday is a tough game. I don't think it's just a walk in the park. But then they got the Texans. And then you saddle up for the real hard stretch of the season after that. And they got to get their passing offense in gear. Yeah,
0: so somebody asked who's behind the Titans in passing offense. It's uh, not ex- – well, most of them are not the company you want to be in. Panthers, yeah. Falcons, yeah. Giants, uh, ironically, and then the Bears. The Bears, <laughs> the Bears are, are dead last in passing offense <laughs> at 122 passing yards a game. I mean, name two Bears wide receivers. Vellis Jones and just cause he went to Tennessee <laughs> and Darnell Mooney just because uh, he's, he's had
1: some big catches.
0: Yeah. Just because he's,
1: those yeah. have been the only catches, uh, but he's had some big catches, but good
0: night, like 122 passing yards a game through six games for the bears. The bears only have 63 completions on the season, which is 20 less completions than the Titans in one more game. Ugh!
1: <laughs> they, they also have a, a stockpile of cash that they're going to spend. They're going to go on a Jaguar spending spree this off season, so that right. will that will change. But that's bad company. That's yeah. not that's bad company. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, and the Cowboys right above the Titans at twenty seventh in passing offense, but they haven't had Dak Prescott. Uh, yeah, got backup quarterback. Yeah, yeah, so that's explainable there. All right, so I do have where I think. We asked what's the most important stat, and I went with third down defense. I have what what needs to improve to be the most impactful uh, of these Titan stats, of the 10 of them. I'm going to go with that, but first, Zach, tell – oh, excuse me. No, I'm going to tell all of you guys about – our friends at the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, it could be from playing sports, uh, your kids playing sports, uh, your your parents getting hurt in older age, you getting hurt uh, in older age, you know, it happens. Life uh, brings injuries and you have to know where to go and where to get better. And that's the Bone & Joint Institute because they have 12 plus doctors at their Franklin campus who specialize in everything. They've got somebody who knows exactly how to get you back to health, regardless of what your injury might be, and a physical rehab facility that is state of the art as well. Boneandjointtn.org.
1: ATOZ Sports are powered by BetMGM. They are the king of sports books. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Get a risk free bet up to $1,000 on pro football. You get that risk free bet. Austin, I started the NBA season as the NBA kind of got geared up. Yep. I hitched my wagon last night to Zion Williamson. I thought Zion and Brandon Ingram were have two big games. They did. They beat the Nets, and I did get uh, I did get the little cold hard cash from that win, which was nice. You can bet on any sport. BetMGM's got you covered. Download BetMGM and the app in your Android or Apple. App Store. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports for a risk free bet up, up to a thousand dollars for new users.
0: All right, so I did see a uh, a comment from somebody, um, and, and here it is. I think it's Brandon and maybe a couple others said something similar because we've got the stats here of the Titans' ten rankings uh, from uh, PK. There, what I'm going to focus on here is the third down offense at 25th overall. Uh, Because this is what Brandon and and some others had said as well is that uh, and one third down offense, improve that and the rest will follow. And I agree with those guys who have said those type of comments is that the Titans third down offense gets better. Their total offense gets better. their passing offense or running offense, their points that all improves. And it's a direct correlation to the defensive stats as well to keeping those guys off the field. So improve your third down offense, and everything else will follow. Now, improving your third down offense doesn't mean, man, you better get, uh, you know, a lot better at converting third and eights. No, it's you have to get yourself in third and three, third and two, or third and one, so you can continue. So it's everything. The offense is the problem. The defense is getting hurt because the offense's inefficiencies. And so if you help third-down offense, everything else is better, including first-down offense and second-down offense and scoring. So that's the thing that – that's the lead domino. Knock over third-down offense and make that at least in the top 20, and boom, all of a sudden everything else looks a lot cleaner.
1: Here's something I I, I do want to see, and we'll probably I'm going to retouch on this in our pregame okay. show on Sunday. Jake brings this up. No rookie tight end sweeps on third and one. I agree with Jake, but I do think that Todd Downing has improved since that third down sweep. You got to get a little bit more exotic in getting, and don't Jake, as I said, exotic. I ain't talking about exotic Smash Mouth, but Chig. Getting him involved in unique ways, I think that he, in space, can really help this offense from the lack of help that Austin Hooper has been. I do think you've got to kind of lean into 85 a little bit more. Now, after the bye, he's had some games under him. He's had some catches. Massive catch against Indy to close out the game on those, you know, coming across the field, and Tannehill does this very well because he can make the decision to either run and get a couple of yards, throw the ball out of bounds, or throw the ball, you know, to a sweeping wide receiver or tight end. Kit Chig involved tight end screens, fake running back screens to tight end screens. We saw that more with Janu, and I know that was Arthur Smith play calling, but you know, Jake kind of cued me. I want to see Chig more apart offensively and putting him in spots to succeed in the open field.
0: Yeah, the Colts game you mentioned, Chig had three catches for, I think, 38 yards, scored a touchdown, had the game-winning catch there that you mentioned. He only played 13 snaps. I remember that. That Colts the Colts game from Chig, I remember. 13 snaps, three catches, three big catches, a touchdown, a game-winning uh, catch there, too. So, what does his role look like moving forward? Because I know Austin Hooper's not happy about what his role looks like, and nobody's happy when Jeff Swain's catching passes except for Jeff Swain.
1: Yeah, and Sean brings up, do you think that Malik Willis, who we haven't talked about uh, pretty much at all, and for a good reason, because he's he's not part of the offense. He's not ready. He's not ready. He's, he's a backup. He's a rookie. Will have a special package, or are they too bad to even consider? I wouldn't say bad. I would say, Sean, it's too early. You want to use those type of plays. It's all a trickeration play, and how you use those is – you put him on the field, and you may not even use him when he's on the field. It still may be a Derrick Henry run, but you now make it you now make the defense for some of your tougher games down the stretch game plan for it. It's the same thing that Alabama did against Tennessee, is they floated the idea out of Bryce Young. They didn't know who was going to play. Bryce Young eventually played, but you make defense's game plan for it. If they're going to do it, I think it's going to be later in the year. You're just – you're early in the season. You got 17 games, and they've only played five.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll say this about a special package from Malik Willis. The Titans need to figure out their offensive line before they put Malik Willis back there in any special packages. You know, they have to be better up front. Um, Make – you know, and so if you're going to put Malik Willis back there, it's not going to look any better because the offensive line – yeah, yeah, they yeah, got exactly. bigger problems. I mean,
1: look, they've got bigger problems. <laughs> look at the left side of the, the left column. They've got to kind of figure out, as you said, Austin, they still don't have an offensive identity. Like, they want it to be Derrick Henry play action, well, open no, it the up, last, deep, deep ball. The they they don't have it Was
0: The last couple games it was. It was Derrick Henry. He was the one that was near 100 yards by halftime and snuck over 100 yards because of an average second half.
1: Their identity disappears in the third and fourth quarter, though. So that's not a true identity. You have to I you identify for is, all four quarters of play.
0: It is their identity. It doesn't mean that they're good. It's just their identity. Like the Bears have an identity. It doesn't mean it's good. It's just still their identity. So it the identity of the Titans is Derrick Henry. We've we've seen that show up against the Colts in Washington, where the Titans have won behind Derrick Henry gaining 140 total yards. Hell, throw the Raiders in there. He didn't have 100 yards rushing against the Raiders, but he had 130 total yards.
1: Derrick Henry is it. Well, yeah, cool. they're, they're looking for places because they can't throw the ball elsewhere. Yeah. Now, Der- Derrick Henry, get get on the jugs and get those seven-yard seven, ra- seven yard turnarounds. That I do think can help them. Is Now, he's got to catch them. And you saw them more versus Indy is that's the check down. It's a seven-yard turnaround where he goes seven yards, he turns around, he can turn and fall forward, and he he's lined up against the linebacker. So if, in fact, he does break that tackle, now you're talking about a 12- to 15-yard gain possibly because he always falls forward. And that opens a lot of things up because it pushes everybody and squinches them into the middle of the field, and that helps the offense. Yeah, free. But we haven't seen that enough.
0: Yeah, checkdowns to Derrick Henry the last few games have been free yards for the Titans' offense that so they need to take advantage of uh, more. A to Z Sports, here's a good thing. Nate Davis was back at practice after missing the Washington game. Uh, they they desperately need Nate Davis on the offensive line. We'll talk about two other Titans who returned to practice as full participants. They are a big deal. We'll hear from both Bud Dupree and Amani Hooker in a second. But, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans.
1: Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I went there at the beginning of this year, and I'm really glad that I did. Better service, better coverage, better rates. I received all three. Better service because I actually talked to somebody. Better coverage because it's a lot better than my previous coverage and my previous plan. And my previous plan cost me 20% more than what I'm paying now, so I got better rates. All three, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. So if you live in Tennessee you are eligible, all you have to do is go through uh, a series of questions as they take a health assessment, you you answer them openly and honestly, like I did, and they can find your perfect plan for you and your family. They've got different, a wide array of plans, and it fits your lifestyle and your health plan. I'm really glad that I switched. That's why I endorse Farm Bureau Health Plans, and I will continue to because they continue to give me great coverage. So plan on Farm Bureau Health Plans by visiting fbhp.com slash ATOZ and get started today.
0: Also, download the BetMGM app and you use our code ATOZSPORTS you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Zach, I'm pumped because I was out of state last weekend and I like taking vacation. But when you go out of state and you can't bet on BetMGM, you can't wait to get back to fire up the app. So I'm ready to go after taking a weekend off from BetMGM and my and my sports betting from being out of state, but download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet on pro football up to $1,000 after your first deposit. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 or older, since the only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications with eligible requirements. Rewards issued are knowledgeable for bets to like credit for bets expiring seven days. For a problem game of support, call Tennessee Redline 800 uh, 889 9789. Bud Dupree and Monty Hooker are both back in practice as full participants. Uh, we're gonna ask you guys a question here in a second. Who is uh, more impactful for the Titans to get back versus the Colts on defense? Let's hear from Bud Dupree
1: first. Bowie was good, you know. Came at the right time. Personally, I mean, not for the team, but for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm able to go out there and get some uh, some time needed off you know, to uh, to get back to 100%. You know. <laughs> continue to grind away. You feel like the explosiveness all that is back just based on what you've seen so far? Yeah, I feel like I'm be good. You know, most thing is man, you know, just going through small knickknack injuries throughout the season, man, you just gotta have an opportunity to be able to just sit down and let it and everything catch up with itself. You know the training that we have, everything just catch up.
0: So small knickknack injuries, it seems like Bud Dupree's been dealing with those in both of his two seasons with the Titans since signing that massive contract a couple off seasons ago. They've got to have him back and they got to hope those knickknack injuries go away and stay away.
1: Well, you know, we're at a time or about to be at a time to really start to assess if Bud Dupree is worth the money. Uh, thus far, he hasn't been because he's been injured. But I, you know, coming back from an ACL, he said that he came back too early last year and then came back and kind of settled him to himself. And then this year, he's been riddled with this hip. Hip, he comes back against Indy, then he goes back out and then he sits down and now he's returning. And I know you I, I'll always love to say Spo don't know because of Spo's predictions, but Spo does have the contracts which are just black and white, it's just ink. The potential out is the 2023 offseason and mm-hmm. you take a look to say is he worth the money? Now you have Harold Landry though, coming off of an ACL, so you, that, I think, impacts in what you're going to do. But Bud Dupree, the rest of the way, he really has to prove that he can stay, and you see you see that red arm sleeve, the red bandana, that's how I recognize Bud Dupree, that's how he stands out on the field to me. Are we going to see red, or are we going to see him on the sidelines? And so far, we've seen a lot of him on the sidelines. I believe in his ability and his, his pass rushing ability, The way he gets after the the quarterback, hurries, pressures, but damn, Austin, he's got to be consistent from here on out to end the season.
0: Yeah. And you ask if he's worth it. Um, When he's on the field, he's really good and he's worth it, but he's just not been on the field consistent enough. He's kind of like what Mike Rabel was saying about the NFL refs. It gotta be more consistent. I appreciate all the effort that goes into this, but you got to be more consistent and you have to be available. So Bud Dupree's out in this offseason. It's too early to talk about that, but if they cut Bud Dupree this offseason, it would still cost them 10.8 million on the dead cap. So there's that. But now there's also Monty Hooker. Let's hear from Amari Hooker. who's missed. Uh, he went out against the Raiders at the end with a concussion. Missed the Colts game. Uh, missed the Washington game. Was still in concussion protocol up until yesterday. Here's a money hooker. That's a long time for a concussion. Here's a money hooker in the locker
1: room. It was great. Um, it was a long, you know, long three weeks. Um, I needed that bye week. so That bye week helped me out. Um, but definitely feels good to be back out there with my guys.
0: When you have something like that, and have you had concussions before in your career?
1: Um, I had, I had one. You know, when I was younger, back in like eighth and ninth grade. Um, but definitely, I mean, I think it does play a factor about adrenaline running. Um, I think it's just different with each guy. I mean, some guys, that happens. They might it might affect their judgment. Um, but for me, in that instance, you know, I was able to finish the game. And, and-
0: so, you know, it kept him out for three weeks in concussion protocol, which feels like a lot, a long time for a guy that hasn't had a concussion since he was like thirteen. Look,
1: I would I would say that probably the landscape of those three weeks in Tua Tungai Valoa that we talked about yesterday may have impacted the link I I, I I think i think they they change the perception of how they handle things no
0: that's a long I, long time I, I no what the tua stuff did was change what happens in game and and the thing with Amani's concussion i think is it,
1: that- i think it impact everything i don't think it's just in game
0: no, because the can't concussion, argue that. I, I don't, I don't think so. And Will Dodson says a mysterious concussion from Lonnie. That That's the weird thing about it is that it happened at the very end of the Raiders game where the two point conversion is tipped and incomplete. And then the game's over. And then all of a sudden, Wednesday, Imani Hooker has a concussion and nobody recognized when it happened. Cause it was like the last play of the game. And so I, I don't necessarily think the two a thing uh, impacted
1: the like length that. I'm with Roy. No, I think I, it changed everything.
0: I No, that's no. I think what two has impacted was what they see the player immediately after the play, not the length of, of protocol, protocol, still the same during the practice week.
1: I think that they are much more cognizant of a timetable after a concussion based on the perception of the league's handling of Tua Tunga-Vailoa. That is my statement. Uh,
0: uh, maybe Amani Hooker's baseline test was high. I don't know. Nice. I, I mean,
1: you, you, yeah, you don't know. But, you know, here, the fact of the matter is, we talked about the concussion. Imani Hooker was playing good football before he went out. He, he had a big pick in the end zone early in the season. like I, And he is Kevin Byard's counterpart. You like yeah. him out on the field. And what... You know, they've had problems in the back half of their defense, passing in particular. So, how can he help you just secure some of the back half of the defense? They've had big plays get by their secondary. Now, some of that has been due to the cornerback play, but I do think that he impacts in a positive way. I think both these guys, I think that's what we're talking about, is yeah. Bud Dupree and Amani Hooker help this defense. And those are the two big names that they're getting back after you know this past week's bye-week. All right, who is
0: more important, who is more impactful to have back versus the Colts? So who is more impactful to have back versus the Colts, Bud Dupree or Amani Hooker? You know, I'm curious to hear the chat's uh, answer on this. I think it's pretty clear to me. I think it's Amani Hooker. Now, Kyle says Dupree, but I think it's Amani Hooker, Zach, and I'll let the, the comments roll in here. But the Titans have a bigger drop-off from Amani Hooker to backup, from Bud Dupree to his backup. And the the thing is, with Bud Dupree, Ola Dainey's also out, but the Titans have got a lot more uh, up in their arsenal on the defensive front, where Danique Autry can play outside if Bud Dupree's not available. Um, they can play Rashad Weaver, Jeff Simmons, Tierra Tart, and all the other big guys inside. But I think Amani Hooker is so impactful in this secondary because you've got guys that signed to the roster and Josh Kalou playing 100% 100 of the snaps next to Kevin Byard. And that's probably a big reason why they give up so many passing yards to Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz in back-to-back weeks.
1: All right, I'll take a different approach. I think what you said is, is very fair. And this is actually, I'll take a page out of your, your book in our pre-show conversation. You talked about the next two games. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. Matt Ryan and Davis Mills. Stand still statue QBs. And Matt Ryan, as we've seen before, doesn't do very well when pressurized. Now, interior, the interior side of the Titans defense is really, really good at getting pressured. If Bud Dupree can be the player that he needs to be that's making $17 million, that can really help the Titans win these next two games. And if the Titans win these next two games, you blink twice and you're five and two, you've got a stranglehold on the AFC South, which is the worst division in football. And now you're in the driver's seat to go into the hard tough stretch of your season I will say Bud Dupree if he can play at the level that we have seen him play before against these two particular quarterbacks I think that that is most impactful in winning Colts and winning Texans
0: yeah but they they didn't have they only had Bud Dupree for I think eight snaps against the Colts the first time and they got all after Matt Ryan
1: up front though Imagine if you get interior pressure and exterior pressure, Matt Ryan, no, I mean but, he'll be in a pinball machine. But that
0: that's what who is
1: more impactful to get
0: back versus the Colts? That's why I think it's a Hooker because the Titans can get pressure without Bud Dupree. We've seen it. And I look, I agree with D Brown Productions. Bud's numbers don't speak upon his impact. Yes, absolutely all of that from D Brown Productions. It is easy to see the difference in the total defensive effectiveness when Bud Dupree is out there uh, getting after the quarterback. Even if it doesn't end up with him having a sack, he is making them better. No doubt about that. But when you're talking about the impact of not having Bud Dupree or not having Amani Hooker, there's a bigger drop-off behind Amani Hooker than there is behind Bud Dupree. And so you've seen Hooker out for two games. The Titans... And, and Bud Dupree out from most of those two games. They've won both games. They've only given up 17 points in each of those games. So Bud
1: Dupree did recover a fumble against the Colts before he left in those eight snaps. He
0: did. He absolutely did. You're right. You're right. And Impact. <clears throat> nope, right that's place, a big, right time. Jump again, on the football. Look, they got, I think they have to have them both. I don't think they can afford for those I, guys. We was, are in
1: agreement yeah. there, right? Uh,
0: I just think that you're playing with fire. If you don't have Byard and Hooker together, because who's that safety? There's no Dane Crookshank. That's, you know, he was your guy that you felt comfortable about. Ugo Amadi is still also hurt too. And we don't know if he's going to be, he was back at practice as well. So hopefully U- Ugo Amadi can help out, play some in the slot there as well. Still waiting on Elijah Molden on injured reserve, but the guy that they have at safety, like Josh Clue and, some of the other guys they've tried out there, they're the Terrence Mitchells of the world. You have to have Imani Hooker.
1: Because it allows Kevin Byer to be better too. Who has more to prove? Different question, I'm just asking. Who has more to prove, Bud Dupree or Imani Hooker? Bud Dupree. That's a pressure, right? Impact. And I think, as we talked about, that's kind of why I started the Bud Dupree. It is, it's really early. I'm not sitting here talking about, you know, contract outs. But there is the realization of that. And he's going to have to prove on this team that he can stay healthy and help this Titans deep defense improve from where they are.
0: Yeah. Uh, Eric says, when will A to Z tell us who practices today? After practice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then Nate says, can A to Z find Molden for us? Update so we can feel better. Nate, uh, Mike Vrabel has asked about Elijah Molden. Basically every press conference he has. So the the fact is Elijah Molden and it doesn't seem like they're going to be activated to come back from injured reserve. And when a player is on injured reserve, they're not allowed to talk to the media. So Elijah Molden is silenced because he is on IR. But again, I watched the injury happen back in the, I think it was the third day of training camp. They're doing a tip drill, tip ball low. Molden went down for it, got he fell down with the turf monster, came up limping, and it's he's been limping ever since. It seems like,
1: yeah, limping around the facility, not on the field.
0: No, not at all. So, I, I think it's uh, I think it's Imani Hooker. Imani Hooker is who I, I need to see back, uh, more impactful versus the Colts. Wow.
1: That well, Sunday, get your popcorn ready. We'll no, find it out. It looks
0: like they're both going to be back. That's great. That's good. That's, that's fantastic.
1: More impactful. That's why. That's,
0: and, and here's and here's what I'll say hopefully you hear whoever's broadcasting the game called
1: Bud Dupree's name more than Amani Hooker. Yeah, and, and Andrew brings up, where's Hibachi? Uh, Hibachi disappeared. Poof. Poke week. Poof. Uh, That's a Hibachi, good point. He's not cooking up anything this week. I haven't seen him in the chat, and so maybe he'll return either Friday or, you know, I, I'll tell you when he's going to come back. If the Titans lose to the Colts on Sunday, he'll be somewhere lurking in the comment section in that post-game show. That's where Havocci will be. But we'll see if the Titans take care of business. This is a big game. You talk about stranglehold, and we got one more day uh, and a pregame show to talk about it. But they beat the Colts? Now nah, that's big time.
0: Yeah, yeah, because then you have to be... Because
1: the Jags have gone this way over the last several weeks.
0: Absolutely. A to Z Sports Live on this... Thursday. It is time for the magic bucket. But first, let me tell everybody about our great sponsors, Hughes and Coleman. I just saw Hughes and Coleman's got a brand new Titans commercial uh that they're that you're gonna start seeing a lot on Titans games because they are the official injury lawyers of the Tennessee Titans. And if you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes and Coleman for a free case consultation. Their number is super easy. It's 800 800 4,600, that's 800-800-4,600. They recovered over $1 billion for all of their clients across the state of Tennessee and in Kentucky over the last 30 years. That's a lot of money, and they have the muscle and the resources to go fight the insurance companies for you so you can get what you deserve. So if you've been injured in a car wreck, call Hughes & Coleman at 800-800-4,600, principal office in Nashville, Tennessee.
1: A to Z Sports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download that app today. Use the promo code A T O Z Sports. Get a risk free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Use that promo code in that promo code tab A T O Z S P O R T S. They are the king of sports books. That's BetMGM. Download the app today. Now, let's get to it. It's magic bucket time.
0: All right. Magic bucket time. Zach's the captain of the bucket because I was out of town last week and it's going to be interesting. Like You're just probably going to keep the bucket until then you need to go out of town. Then I'll get the bucket and then I'll have the bucket until I go out of town again. This a Thursday.
1: So whose sticker is it? I think it's your sticker week, I
0: believe. Well, did you pull a sticker last week? No. Right. So then it's your sticker week.
1: Well, I, we, I won't do stickers when one is gone.
0: Right. I had a sticker the week before.
1: What was your sticker?
0: The little dog Halloween costume sticker.
1: That is correct. All
0: so right. it is your sticker week.
1: I gotta find my sticker. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh
0: oh. he's got his envelope of stickers.
1: Yeah, you gotta have backups. I no oh, yeah.
0: What um what All did right. what happened to Sam last week on the magic bucket?
1: What did happen to Sam? Oh, he had to do The Sopranos. It was funny.
0: That's my favorite. Unfortunately, does that mean it's done, though? Uh,
1: Yes, it is done. We've all that done it.
0: That sucks, because that's a really good one.
1: All right, let's see here. Oh, I found one. All right. So, uh, yeah, everybody is... else
0: in the chat knew The Soprano voice a lot quicker than Zach did.
1: <laughs> <Which is funny. laughs> yeah, I have to I do a lot more shows. I, uh, there's, there's, yeah. uh, I've lost track since then. Uh, goat. I pick up stickers when I'm at places now, right? Cause you gotta yes. be prepared. So this is the squawking goat right here. And it's from Maple street, uh, biscuit company. No. I will say this. I will criticize Ma- Maple street biscuit company. Uh, it's the food is okay. And it's here in Nashville. Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna run a business, I'm gonna be able to criticize you or compliment you. I don't like the, the last time I was there. They ask you a question, you know, for your order. So, like, what's your favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Whatever.
0: My if pleasure. that's the
1: question, yeah. The the person that yells or says yells way too loud. It is disruptive to the breakfast. So you don't. The, the person's like. Raphael, Raphael, <laughs> and, and 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 there's constantly orders going out. So you're like, shut the f up. I'm no longer. So I haven't been back since. So that would be my criticism, constructive. But uh squawking goat, stop squawking so damn loud. That would be my criticism.
0: That's not like that's just one person's problem. Not the not the actual restaurants.
1: I, and if you know me. I did give a look to the manager, like, tone it down. And she they, she never went over and said to the person to tone it down. So I haven't been back. All right. Um, my sticker week, I'm picking for me, I guess.
0: Yeah, this is for you. Anthony calls you Mr. Karen. Yeah.
1: And Anthony, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I never have. And I probably never will. Um, all right. Oh, wow. This is daunting. Ah. During the next, it says non-live show.
0: Yeah, well, it meant like, um, keep reading it
1: you must drink a full beer slash seltzer before the first full ad read. If not finished or complete uh, or accomplished, you must shotgun another beer to end the show. So I think this is excluding what pregame halftime postgame show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then anything on site that was from our guy Eldon who submitted that. I I recognize it. And so you meant non live show, like non you know, we're not going to be shotgunning stuff at sponsors, which we don't do the on-site stuff anymore. So, yeah, so that's tomorrow. I think I got a cold beer in that fridge. <laughs> Good, If <laughs> you might need two. <laughs> I, I won't need two. Um, well, if, if you don't have, because what is it again?
1: It is you must drink a full beer slash seltzer before the first full ad read.
0: Ah, so that's the start,
1: start of it, the show to first full ad read.
0: Yeah, well, I'm in charge of the ad read timing, so I, you know, you never know. You got to drink quick
1: because you never
0: know when I might do that transition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you might want to have two. Might want to have two beers on hand. <laughs>
1: uh, the show's gonna go the way the show's gonna go.
0: Hey, uh, but I'm in charge of it.
1: Uh, <laughs> do unto i would just say this do unto others as they would do unto you i'll take that i'll take the steering wheel right <laughs> no, off I the next it. time
0: I, I, I all right
1: it. uh next next up is for you you've already done the pad kid poured curd pulled oh, yeah.
0: screw that screw that one i don't like not having the bucket
1: I think you have not I don't know if you've done this. This is easy. Okay. Which you get off. How like a wolf. Have you done this or I think I have? I have, have not. It. I have not. And
0: I did not do this uh when I named or did all my animals in 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, I have howled like, like a wolf. Now you howl like a wolf. This next one will be for Sam, so I'll put yes. it back in there. Ready? Arr! That's not too bad. That sounds like a wolf.
0: It's uh, that time of year too. Ghouls and goblins. (laughs) It's that (laughs) time of year. All right. Ghouls and goblins. So, uh, what what beer you got in the fridge for tomorrow?
1: Um, I think I've got a Gerst in there, Yazoo, which I enjoy. I like drinking that when I eat barbecue. Um, Miller Light. I'm a Miller Light guy. Um. I don't know. I God, I, I don't drink I, a ton of beer during the week, but I'll get after it on a college football Saturday. God, I just can't do like Miller Lite, Bud Light, any of that stuff. Oh, Miller Light's delicious. Oh no, no. just like just, delicious. Just, no. There's nothing better than on a Saturday, about eleven a.m. with first kickoff, that you crack your first Miller Light. And it could be after your Bloody Mary. There are so many things. There is a taste that just, mm, it is pure America. No, there are so many better things. It represents a crisp American sip.
0: No, no, gross. Bush Light, Natty Ice, Miller Light.
1: I don't give a damn. Gross. It's disgusting.
0: The beer is not gross. (laughs) That beer, that type of beer is unnecessary at this point
1: for me. It's uh, it's good for drinking heavily. I'm not condoning it, but it's good for drinking it, you're heavily. You're
0: saying it's a volume drinking beer.
1: Yeah, but yeah. that first that first crack of a ice cold Miller Lite. Damn, I may have to have one tonight just uh cuz I'm prep. thinking about it.
0: Just to prep. All right guys, uh Mark, yep, maybe that's all we need. Uh we'll talk to you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Zach will have his beer in hand don't forget, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the show before you go. Our guy Stephen King on YouTube started that for us. Like the show before you go on YouTube and on Facebook because the more likes we get, the more the algorithm likes it, the more people watch it, and the more have fun we have with everybody watching. So subscribe to us on YouTube. Buck Rising Live tonight. A to Z Esports Primetime. Sam Phelan will be at the Titans facility, so he'll have content from inside the locker room today. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good rest of your Thursday. Appreciate it as always.
1: Adios.